Hi, welcome to the Rural Youth Podcast, which is brought to you by the Rural Youth Project, a movement to create positive change for and by young people living in the countryside. Hi there, I'm Jane Craigie and I'm with Dow Korting, excuse my pronunciation, my Dutch isn't great, um, from Heronburen Community Farm. And we've had a fascinating com- conversation about this community farm and where it started and, and the, the desire of the community that's involved with it to change the food system. Um, so your mission is to change the food supply system, well, the food, food system, system from inside out. Yeah. Explain to me how that's going to work over the next, your vision is for the next 40 years. What are the stages and what do you expect to see? I think what we're doing here at this farm is uh, reconnect people to their food production, to their farm. They're partly entrepreneur. I think what's happening here, you see it in the Netherlands at about 15 or 20 places. It also People also like to have it like that. So I think if there's a bottom-up movement who likes to change the system, the rest will follow. So the banks will follow the... Uh, the, 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 the money raisers, the uh, farmers will follow, the farmers institutions will follow. So I think by you can't get, you can't say no to this kind of uh, movement. That's it. And in terms of investing in further infrastructure, so we talked earlier about you putting up a stable which has practical purposes for visitors that come to the farm. Yeah. But would you envisage this movement? investing in other infrastructure for for example abattoirs or probably yes yep it could be cooperative the same with milking we at this moment at this farm we don't milk cows but if there are about five uh, farms in the coming uh, years in this area one of them could be the milking produ- pl- milking farm for all the other hereboeren members so you probably could have a milking installation you could make yogurt and and, and and i don't know what and cheese and so and also new initiative new startup but so i think there will be four more most things we won't even know at this moment and in terms of funding would that be community funded or would you envisage that that would be funded in a conventional way i hope it's mostly community funded i think this system can work without external fundings as long as it decides if it's becoming size of uh, warehouses and so on but still it's possible that it's partly owned by cooperatives and not only by banks. And, At this and moment, the farmer always has to go to the bank to enlarge his or her farm. If he likes to have a, a new tractor, he has to rent money from the bank. What if it's owned by 200 households, or 500 households, or 100 households? Then you can also, the investment part is, uh, is managed by, uh, by the cooperatives, and not by external funding. And, and what is the government, what do your policymakers think of what you're doing? Because you must, given your experience as a journalist, you must you know, recognise the importance of stakeholders within this. So yeah. what, what, is, what is their view? They uh, help us a lot because they know, they know this is what we need, but I think they can't call, call it too loud. If they say this is the system, the general the, uh, farming systems will say, well, uh, that, that can't be the truth. So I think uh, they push us a little bit forward, they assist us, help us, but on the second or third level. So even I think the Ministry of Farming knows this is the future, but she's not uh, the one who can call it in the national press, for instance. That's too far. And your advice to anybody that, you would, that would like to follow your mission? And just start. 
collect some people who do like to do it different, invest time and money and start your farm. I will assist them. Simple. Well, I wish you uh, well. Thank you. Thank you very much thank for you. your time. Thank you. Our next visit is to Coppet Crest, a family business run by the Barn family. And it's in the heart of Westland, which is the horticultural region, big, big horticultural region in the Netherlands. And I'm with some of the rural leaders and we're talking about the week, but also about what they expect to learn from the Coppet Crest business. On our next visit, we've just arrived at Coppet Crest um, and we've yet to hear the story of this interesting family. Um, but before we all leave one another, I'm just going to ask a few people what they've thought about this week. First person is Dave Bell. Dave, just tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do. Um, I'm a mixed farmer from East Fife um, um, with cereals, beef and potato production with a, a, a side of enterprise of environmental um, biodiversity. The, I also engage with industry through union and levy pair um, sectors. Um, but uh, I like to think of myself as a, as a, a learner and uh, always keen to learn going forward and to see how I can cherry pick ideas for the sustainability and the relevance of my own business production for the market and the environment going forward. And we've spent, we're now on day five in the Netherlands, we're sleep deprived, we're full of alcohol, which is currently being processed. Well, <laughs> most of us are, Rory isn't, but we'll talk about that in a minute with him. Um, and I think probably going home with way too many ideas and perceptions and uh, just... refrag my hard drive. Yeah, exactly. So what are your... Can you filter through those thoughts, memories, um, this early on, and just tell me a little bit about what you're, what you've learned this week, what you're going to take home, what surprised you, just any reflections, really? The the largest reflection, straight off the cuff, is the positivity, and food production, agriculture has had. Uh, in some form had a, a negative effect um, or a negative uh, media and the positivity shown by the, the youth uh, by all generations but in all urban and rural divides um, the positivity has been greatly um, welcomed and it, it just uh, enthuses and, and recharges the batteries that um, the, the innovation is, is there behind the scenes and it is ready to come forward I'm very fortunate to work uh, with research um, for the cereals and analysis sectors, um, but to see it, uh, concepts being put into practice is, uh, is, is phenomenal, um, a real, a real uh, privilege. And the urban-rural divide, one of the reasons we came here, to see how the Dutch do it? The Dutch do it, and they, and they do it well. Um, they, um, uh, the connectivity between the urban and rural and, the, and having that relevance, they're aware of the, the relevance to the market and to the consumer of the story behind the production and the, and the, uh, the, the 
reactions of the production, the ramifications of, of how it's made. So that has been uh, you know, drummed into us, the, having that relevance um, and, and getting the bits of the jigsaw puzzle all um, started. If, if you can't see the whole picture, then, you know, at least we, we're getting some strong foundations of building the jigsaw with some corner pieces and side pieces. Uh, and yeah, there's still plenty of gaps to, and pieces to fit in, but, but uh, having the, the strong story and the strong foundations is Thank you, Dave. <clears throat> Thank you, Dave. And on the point of relevance, um, we're here with Sheena, Sheena Horner as well, who who wears chili earrings with purpose. <laughs> just tell me a little bit about your business. Um, I set up Galloway Chilies just over six years ago. Um, brought some spice into Scotland um, and started growing chilies on a commercial basis. And we're here at Copper Crest, so they grow micro crests for. Uh, high-end restaurants um, and they've got a great philosophy on what they do here so it's about metropolitan farming it's about bridging the urban rural divide um, but I know you're particularly interested this is the highlight of your week in the Netherlands can you tell me why and what you hope to get out of the visit um, I'm very excited about microherbs and microgreens and in fact that's why I'm here. I'm hoping to take the business next. We're already growing Galloway, we're already growing the chilies, but we're looking at how we can diversify with a tunnel that's not only utilised for so much of the year and how we can develop other products. And this is just absolutely fantastic what they're doing here and I'm, I'm like a child, so excited. <laughs> And uh, yeah, we're all feeling the same way, despite only averaging about four hours sleep every night. Um, one of the other things I was going to ask is we're, we're here um, to learn about innovation. So just sum up in a couple of sentences what, what you think the Dutch, uh, how they approach innovation. I think it's fantastic what they're doing with innovation. From, from Since we arrived here on Monday, the ideas that they have and the things that they're doing, it's just absolutely phenomenal. And I'm sure all of us are taking at least one idea home with this. It's just brilliant what they're doing there. Fantastic. And you'd come again on a learning journey? Oh, I'd, oh can't wait. Yeah, I'm, I'm planning already to return to the Netherlands. But yes, definitely highly recommend it. Thank you, Sheena. <laughs>